Good people, welcome to another exciting episode of the Armbar Chronicles. I am your boy, Young Smuff Diggy. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Young Clifton. What's up, y'all? This is uh, Dr. Old Ass Demetrius. And once again, we are back for episode, I have no clue, but we are possibly in the 20s right now. We're in the 20s. We have been for like at least the past. We are in the twenties, celebrating the fourth year anniversary of the (laughs) Armbar Chronicles, where we bring you mad cash shit about this good ass wrestling and other topics. (laughs) Starting with, (laughs) starting with, hence the Chronicles. Ah, Young Cliff. Starting with, how you guys been? We've been gone for a minute, but we back with the jump off. Oh man! Shout out, look him. Young Cliff, how you been, man? Let's <laughs> here paying these bills, brother. All right, for another lesson, man. I'm gonna try to keep the roof over my head, man, and not get kicked out of my place. <laughs> everything, everything okay, man? <laughs> nah. Everything good, bro. What the fuck? Just... <laughs> All right, man. Let us know, man. We can talk about mine. Nah, we good. Right, I got man. these. I got nah, these motherfucking man. bills. Man. That's, that's a joke, but listen. The fuck you want? Fuck you want me to say? I got bills. Yeah. Like I said, that's exactly what we do, man. We working to keep these, keep these bills paid, keep the lights on, so we can go ahead and give y'all this good show. And again, just have to be here, man. God's good. What about you, Dr. Old-ass Demetrius? Hey, man, I'm still in Wisconsin, uh, a.k.a. Alaska, Wyoming, whatever Smuff feels like saying. Nova uh, Scotia. No, I'm still in Nova Scotia. Uh, it's going to be 53 degrees this weekend. Oh, shit, it's hot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to a cookout tomorrow. We having a cookout. The White's having a cookout. Uh, Shout out to Seasonless Food. I see you. Won't be eating the food, but you know, it's lit. So, uh, potato salad with the raisins in it. I see you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not eating none of that shit. Uh, but yeah, man, we here. We here. Uh, here about talk about this good, this good wrestling or lack thereof, but we here. Word, word. And that's actually a, a great segue into Saudi. I'm not gonna do it with y'all. Super Showdown, guys. Street Fighter Showdown, Samurai Showdown, Sandals in the Sand Showdown. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to go crazy. Bitch, wear your clothes at. Showdown. <laughs> Bitch, cover up. Showdown. Alright, man. So, yeah, for um, Super Showdown, the show in Saudi Arabia. Terrible show. Awful. 
We all know that. But let's get to the nitty gritty of the situation. Before we get to the nitty gritty of the situation, did you guys realize that the women's match, they had the tooth, two of the thickest women on the roster fighting? And I was like, oh shit, they might get beheaded. It's too, it's too thick in the ring. They put them in 2X tall tees and that ass was still jumping. <laughs> the, the ass was still jumping. There was absolutely nothing. Nothing could be done. Nothing could be done. They, they, had, they, 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 do, they had Naomi and Bailey looking like 2004. Bitch was in the, in the ring leaning and rocking. I was about to say, yup, yup in my tall tees? Doing the pool palace. <laughs> All I needed was Fabo glasses. But all right. So, the one thing from Super Showdown that everybody was upset about. Goldberg. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest terrible wrestlers to ever grace the squared circle. Versus The Fiend. Mm. Everybody in their head thought that The Fiend was going to win. Because one, he's under the age of 55. For one Two He's on our television screens Every day And three His gimmick is He doesn't lose Yeah At all And you know what he did good listeners What'd he do young Cliff What did the fiend do at Super Smackdown Showdown In dirt <laughs> Samurai <laughs> Samurai's the Fiend did in what is known as wrestling as the job. Now, the job for those who aren't versed in wrestling lingo is he, he lost. But, good listeners, not only did he lose, he got chumped out. Now, you really don't hear us use this term a lot. And in fact, I think it's one of the most overused terms in the internet, internet wrestling community. I hate using the term buried, but 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 damn y'all, if that wasn't the biggest waste of of nine months of build, I mean I, I mean I, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna set the table for you listeners. This character, as as Smuff alluded to, the fiend, he doesn't lose, but not only does he not lose, he doesn't get beat by no matter what office you gave you give him. Seth Rollins gave him. 35 curb stomps, about 15 chair shots to the back of the head, and then he threw everything. He threw all the trash that was somehow that, that somehow was un, that's always under the ring on top of the fiend's head. And then on top of that, he when the trash was on the fiend's head, he used a sledgehammer to actually add some more impact to to, you know, everything else that he already, you know, added on. And still he couldn't keep him down. But Goldberg somehow, again, a 53-year-old Goldberg somehow gets all four spears and the worst jackhammer I think I've ever seen. I, I probably could do a better jackhammer than the Goldberg in the ring. And you know what the Fiend did? He got counted out. One, two, three. 
And mind you, Goldberg is 53. Bray Wyatt the Fiend is roughly 34, 35, somewhere in that vicinity. In any other sport, a 53-year-old man is not going to beat 35-year-old young buck, if you will. Patrick Ewing is not going to beat LeBron. But in the wonderful world of wrestling, it happens. Goldberg debuted in like 97. Do you know what I was doing in 97? I'm just going. I was coming home from elementary school. <laughs> running to my running to my room so I could watch Dragon Ball Z and Arthur. So I say, hey, it's a wonderful kind of day. That's what I was doing. That's a wild combination. What? <laughs> so what I'm saying is, if I saw you on my television. While I'm watching Recess, I shouldn't see you in a wrestling capacity. Now, in my 30s, that goes for you too, Taker. <laughs> stop being in my ring. Yeah. We love you, but stop it. Yeah, please retire. Now, also... One more thing from the Samurai Dojo. There was a, a influx, if you will, of part-timers that just beat the hell out of all of the full-time wrestlers. You had Undertaker choke slamming AJ Styles for whatever reason and laying them flat out. You had Brock Lesnar beating up Ricochet terribly and you also had Goldberg beating up The Fiend that's not a good look for future signs in the WWE anything you would like to add Olaz Demetrius yeah man uh, to your point about these part timers I heard a great a great point I think I read it somewhere. Uh, and it said that WWE is making it difficult for wrestling 50 years from now. Or not 50 years from now, 20 years from now. Because who are the big stars we're going to have to look forward to mm. then? Because you keep burying them with Undertaker, Goldberg. You keep bringing back Cena every year, Triple H. Like, you're not building up your stars now. You're not building them up to be the Goldbergs of today, the Rocks of today, Stone Colds of today. It's like, give these niggas a chance so that 10, 15 years ago, our kids who do, who may do a podcast together, I don't fucking know, will have these people to talk about. My kid, old as fuck right the that we like. So that was a good point they brought up, and I thought it was a really good point. Um, that's what they're doing. Like, it, it's tough. It's but tough right now. Also... You got to remember the meme that was going around. Where they said last year, we gave y'all Kofi as a champ. We gave y'all the women's revolution main eventing at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar twice. Yeah. 
and we as a collective still complain. So you know what? We get Goldberg. Because Vince is sick of your shit. No, Vince is a wild nigga, man. He's a legend. But Vince it is might, a legend. Bro, it That's might have some truth to it, right? It might have some truth to it. So if you look, Vince is in a bubble. We know that, right? So if you look at it, Vince is like, okay, I see that. You know, I'm getting some some hesitance, some shaky crowd reactions when it comes to bringing in my old people. So here y'all go, fans. All right, we're going to run with these guys. Y'all ain't coming to the live events. Y'all ain't doing none of the stuff that you're supposed to be doing. So I guess I was just tripping. Let me call Goldberg back so we can get these two-minute matches. Brock at? Where Brock at? Put the title on Brock real quick. <laughs> Triple H, you feel like wrestling? Is Cena shooting a shitty movie? No? Okay. Bring him on in. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 thing is, the thing is, listeners, I, at least I personally still think that because WrestleMania is, is, is such a, is such a, you know, cross-sectional show, I can see where even all three of those performers have a place on the show, but to but to meet your point, don't destroy your current roster or the guys. Just like you said, man, these these are the guys that you're gonna have to depend on ten to fifteen years from now. Don't destroy their credibility just for you know just for the short term bump of of you know of WrestleMania season because again, right after WrestleMania season. Goldberg going back to his garage to work on work on whatever you whatever you know old school old school that he has. Taker's going to you know go back to giving giving interviews interviews at mega church conferences, and Brock Lesnar is just going to you know do his Brock Lesnar thing. So you have guys on there that are actually you know really good. You invest time in them. You get us invested in the stories. Only not only do they look bad in the not only you know do you have them losing, they look extremely bad at the losses. Like, like you said, Spuff, there is absolutely in no universe does a guy in his early thirties in his prime should lose to somebody who can't even get off a good spear. I mean, like I said, this is a fifty-three-year-old dude, and we still supposed to believe that. He's still in the Benson back doing 98, 97. And like you said, I mean, when does the well run dry, guys? That's my thing about it, man. He keeps, he as in Vince, keeps going back to the well of, of part-timers and, and the nostalgia factor. It would when never is that run. actually, you know, going to run out and you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to have to actually, you know, fill some main event spots with the guys that I already have. It would and never run dry. I, yeah. The will yes. would never it has run, to run dry. dry soon. No, because the funny thing is, huh? No, I was just so, about to say. I was just about to say it wouldn't run dry because had it not been for Terry Bollea making Hulk Hogan look like a racist, and if Hulk Hogan didn't have his hip replaced for like the third time, Hulk Hogan would still be at the top of the food chain in the WWE. I can't even. I, 
can't even. I can't even. I'll give this that a forty, which is even crazier. But I also just want to bring up these two points, though, and then and then I'm just you know saying my piece. But I think you told us told this to us, Demetrius. Pictures that. What I say? <laughs> no, no. You you talking about? We were talking about the Undertaker's retirement then. Oh my bad. Yeah. I mean, this was early this week, bro. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I didn't hear you. Nah, man. We talked. We were talking about the Undertaker's retirement on our very first show, and now oh. here we are, twenty <laughs> third. Still talking about Undertaker having a match at WrestleMania. Amen. And, and not only that, and, and and the second point, again going back to how ludicrous this this reliance on on Octogerians is for for WrestleMania season. Octa who? People in the eighties, basically. Oh shit! Okay. Wait a minute. New new words. What just happened? <laughs> Young Cliff went SAT on us, bro. <laughs> what did what did Octo Mom do? What the fuck? <laughs> she 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 gave she gave us part timers go, going going over <coughs> going over made of his stars, bro. <laughs> but anyway, can y'all imagine when Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Stone Cold, Mankind, when they were all trying to cook in the WWE, Vince was bringing back somebody like Bruno San Martino or superstar Billy Graham in order to you know get a short-term pop on WrestleMania, these guys wouldn't be who they were if they didn't get get a chance to cook and to show exactly show exactly the skills they had and actually run with the ball. You, you, you got to give these guys the brass ring or at least give them a chance to, you know, reach the brass ring. If they fail, it is what it is. But I don't know, y'all. Like I said that we all got to recognize or at least our our future kids are just not going to recognize, you know, the wrestling that that we grew up with or expected to. So that's just my piece, guys. And I promise that I won't use any more SAT words. At least try not to for the rest of the podcast. But that's just uh, but that's just my space right now, y'all. This mm-hmm. not a good day. Good doctor, you got anything to say before we go into our commercial breaks? Uh, nah, man. Let's go straight into it. Commercial break. This commercial is brought to you by Megan the Stallion. Man. I have no clue what's happening. Old ass Demetrius, hit me on game. Alright, man. So news the news hit the hit social media, meaning black people, that uh Megan the Stallion had a terrible contract. Oh and, my. And and she, she uh She's been doing interviews uh, everywhere. She was in. She, she was on first take. Oh, I said, I said, why are you on first take? I missed that. What first take? What sports you doing? Didn't know shit about sports. It was terrible. Uh, so she's been. But going, she was getting robbed though. Okay. Yeah. She, she's telling everybody she's getting robbed. All this and that. And you know the internet is like. You know, internet turning they turn into experts about all kind of issues. Of course. So yeah, she's really upset about her contract, and then I'm thinking she has an album out, 
lo and behold, she doesn't even have an album out, and she's trying to restructure her contract. So here we are. Um, that was just one of the bigger stories that came out. What was the uh, Hot Girl Summer thing? Didn't wasn't that an album? I was a single. I mean, I thought it was off an album. I think it was a mixtape. Yeah. Make was more. That, make more too. of those. What are what are mixtapes? Yeah, make more of those. <laughs> Sorry. Read the contract. Read the contract. And somehow, like Jay Prince is involved, and and Carl Crawford is the owner of the. Wait, the publishing Jay Prince. Which side is Jay Prince on? Her side or the contract side? <laughs> Jay Prince is on the contract side. Ooh, she ain't getting out of that shit at all. She ain't getting shit. Nope. Mm. Sorry. Hate to, hate to see it. All I'm going to say is we had too many Lifetime movies yeah. to get ourselves in, into bad contracts. Y'all ain't see the TLC movie? That was a bad contract. You ain't see Who none of... You ain't see none of the R and B stars from the nineties, or the eighties, or the seventies, or the sixties. Those were bad contracts. Read <laughs> niggas, the contract. Niggas been getting raped since Duwop. What? Do I doing uh, hot girl summer thing in your deal good? I like, know. No. no. Go go shake your ass in uh in Savannah, Georgia, and go get those club checks. That's a do a walkthrough real quick. Yeah. Do a lot of those. Go, go walk through Jackson, Mississippi and go pick up 10,000 real quick. Shake your ass. <laughs> go shake, go, go carry your ass now. <laughs> the, <laughs> the funny thing <laughs> is, the funny thing is, that doesn't even sound derogatory or demeaning towards women because that's a whole gimmick. Yep. Yeah. That's why, that's why I feel good saying it. Go Ha-ha. shake your ass, Megan. And women follow it. That's the thing about it. Women, women have now had more concern about their needs for like the past three Uh-oh. months because of Megan Thee Stallion. So oh, I didn't, I didn't know where we were going. I was about to fade out. I was about to fade my microphone out. I didn't know what was about to happen. Young Cliff scared me. So I was like, we about to lose a whole demographic that we ain't even got yet. Young Cliff ain't know what's going. I thought for a split second he was going to say women be shopping. Women be shopping. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, man. Megan trying to get her money. Um, she got she got Jay-Z on the side. She got Rock Nation on the side. That's a management. And she's going against trying to get her money from Jay Prince, Carl Crawford. Uh, yeah, in that side. So, hey, man. Hey. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's, it's been pretty big news. Uh, but my advice is just go shake your ass, go do a couple songs at clubs. Rock um, Nation been helping. Rock Nation been helping a lot of people. Yeah, everybody loved Jay Z. He's a household name. Yeah, but it's Jay Prince. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Moving on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> to King of Houston. Good luck. 
what is what is next? Moving on to these good. Uh, nah, before we go to that, we got to talk about revolution that happened on Saturday. Oh yeah. We have a new AEW champ in John Moxley. We have what is deemed to be the greatest tag team match of all time that you ever did see in your life in Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page versus the Young Bucks. Other matches happened as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to MJF for, for the for the upset over over, you know, good old Cody. Shout out to And oh yeah, before we go any further, two things, you know, from from MJF and Cody Cody match. Are they not from that match itself, but just things related to both characters. One, MJF has definitely gotta be like the top heel on any on any wrestling program now. And that's actually saying a lot for me because I'm really digging the <laughs> to digging the Monday Night Messiah gimmick from Seth Rollins. Anybody who is really living that that you know FTK life, <laughs> like you, like you said, me, you're a legend. That's it. <laughs> you're a legend. It's only it's only two two legends in the world, then, man. Michael Jordan and MJF. Because yep. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them all. <laughs> Kids, fuck them, fuck them kids. <laughs> FTK life, and, and also, God, I, I, I just wanted to you know, just just point this out, and th- this shows me that Cody really ain't got any real people in his life, and I'm unfortunately including his lovely wife Brandy. So, um, how the hell did he get that ugly ass neck tattoo on him? Have y'all seen this shit? Yep. Now, um, real real quick. We all know Cody isn't racist. He has a black wife. So we know he isn't racist. But doesn't a American flag red, white, and blue skull tattoo on a white man's neck just give off racist auras? I don't get the warm and fuzzies about it. <laughs> it, gives, it gives off this America vibe. Yeah. It comes it comes across real MAGA ish. Yeah. Um, real I fuck with Trump and I don't fuck with y'all. And by y'all I mean niggers, um Mexicans. And Brandy's family. <laughs> especially especially your family. Especially, especially <laughs> them. I, I I really don't like your family, Brandy. What? I'm Ever since I met your family, I done got the diabetes and yeah. high blood pressure. <laughs> your, your, your grandma keep talking to me like a slave. <laughs> why, why does she always want to feed me every time I come over? Yeah. I'm you, not her I'm not her baby. Eight. <laughs> the poor the baby look like he had eight in a while. I'm not, I'm not a poor baby. Yeah, that's a real racist tattoo. Not saying that Cody, not saying that Cody is. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. His just, dad's black. Yeah. Yes. His, his dad was a black man. His dad was a black man. Him, 
and your but boy. But that's what I gotta say, say about that one, y'all. <laughs> just say about that. That was just the two the the two wildest things from both of them match. Right? I understand both of them matches, you know, so were good, and I wish I could actually, you know, either verif- verify, at least tell you what I think about it, but. Unfortunately, listeners, I just don't believe in paying fifty dollars for a pay per view. So, I wish I could get in depth. So you could talk to you, you know, more about you know this good revolution because I'm really digging the direction AEW, you know, has been going. But um, if y'all want to see it, man, mm-hmm. y'all just gonna have to either you know pay pay that good fifty dollars, man, or just look at the YouTube mm-hmm. highlights. Hopefully, I mean, I, I, they might get they might get the money up to the point where you know those the pay per views at least come down. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, you know, hope. but we'll we'll see. How do you guys feel about John Moxley being the AEW champ right now? Rich, we knew it was gonna come. Yeah, Did it yeah, seem but... too early? No, I think it's time. I think it's time. Um, I think the next AEW pay per view is in May. May I think. Yeah. It's in May, so that gives him about, you know, two months to kind of build up a story and defend his belt again um, at the next pay-per-view. So I think it's a good move. Um, brings new energy to the company. Um, even though Moxley was a top person in the company anyway, it just provides a different lens of him having the, the title at this point. And hopefully they can build someone else up to kind of challenge him. And they could do the rematch with Jericho again. But I would rather see someone else in that picture. Um, but yeah, I think I thought it was a good move. Um, it's well deserved. Um, Moxley is John Moxley is putting on right now. I, I like his, uh, you know, his, his his mic work pause if necessary. If you're one of those people, um, like in the ring, he's doing well. So I'm just I, I just appreciate everything he's doing right now. He's really you, you could tell he he's really enjoying the creative freedom that he has you know within the company he's like i said he's extremely motivated he he's having you know input on his on his character i think that's one of the first things in, in, in like one of the inter- interviews you know shortly after he joined aew when he mentioned that he gave a suggestion about his character i think either i think i want to say it was to cody though he was like giving a suggestion about storyline or where he wanted the storyline to go and he was like okay let's run with it so you can tell he's really enjoying that and I think you can you can actually make a pretty good argument both ways about you know Moxley was ready for the moment or even letting you know Jericho cook for a little bit longer because I I don't know if y'all saw the episode, the Bash of the Beach episode when they were on the cruise but when folks started singing this theme song I was like yeah, it's going to probably be a matter of time before Jericho actually starts swinging, swinging back towards the, uh, you know, face. Or at least the crowd might be turning a face unknowingly. But since Jericho is so damn good at what he does, he still, you know, he still plays that heel dynamic, even with people saying Judas <laughs> along, you know, along, you know, with with theme song. So he still, he still can get people, you know, singing. Judas as loud as they want to doing his interest, but literally like a minute later, they're booing them back again. So Chris I think Jericho. you can make, a, make an argument either way, but like I said, that yeah. Chris they're, Jericho they're is the man. Gotta give it to him. 
Chris Jericho is the man. I personally don't think he should ever be babyface. Um, to me, it comes off too white meat to the point it's annoying when he does it. And all of my fondest memories of Chris Jericho comes as a heel. Yep. Everybody knows that first, the first time he was really heel was WCW. He had that long ass list. The man of a thousand and four hoes. The first hole being the arm bar. The 39th hole being the arm bar. It was like seven of those holes were arm bars. And like that's that's still my fondest memory of Chris Jericho. But um yeah, so John Moxley's the new champ. We go into the tag match. What people are saying was one of the greatest tag matches. I'll have to see it for myself. Hopefully somebody has it on the good YouTubes. Because just like Young Cliff says, we've been spoiled by paying $10 a month for a pay-per-view. Yep. I'm not going to hit you over the I'm not going to get hit over the head with the 50. Yep. Um, that goes for you too, ESPN Plus. Uh-huh. And other pay-per-view people. If WWE decides to switch their pay-per-view infrastructure platform what have you yep fuck that I will cancel my subscription and wait till the matches come on home box sure home box or if if anyone from AEW or WWE is listening who knows if y'all want to send your boy some links so we can bless the people I, I was about to say you, you know what that actually sounds like it, it sounds like cause I, I know he's listening some nigga need to come through again. We need you probably more than ever now in, in the coming future. We do some need, nigga, wherever you at. We do need some nigga to come out from hiding so we can watch AEW pay-per-views. Some nigga, if you're listening, we miss you, dog. Yes, we do, bro. All right. Streets need this. Anything else on the on the on the revolution? I think that's it, man. All right. The revolution was sponsored by. I know we're late, but it is sponsored by Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Let's go. The fuck. <laughs> Before we start, his costume was heavy, guys. Ah, okay. It was 45 okay. pounds, guys. Oh, okay. Hey, man. I'm tell you he like... Got, he, he got Kevin Durant legs, guys. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this. What's up? What's up, dog? No, I'm just saying, man. Let, 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 let us know, young smurf. No, I'm just saying. If you, if you a What's heavy... What's your mind, brother? If you're a heavyweight boxer, right? Yeah. That means you're in training camp for eight or nine weeks, right? Ten weeks or something for a fight, right? Hard. Hard, too. Yeah. It's so, tough. so you're going hard every day, dieting, running, punching, not having sex, possibly just just focused on either gaining the belt or retaining the championship. So you just in shape like a motherfucker for ten weeks, and you mean to tell me that forty five pounds? And a hundred yard walk took you out the game. Okay. 
That's what you telling me. That means your training camp is terrible. Math ain't adding up. Math ain't adding up. You did nothing for 10 weeks. That's what that's telling me. And you also need to practice boxing. He's a boxer, man. What do you mean? No, he's a he's a brawler. He's a fighter. He will give you hands at the end of the club. Once the club let out, don't mess with him. He's <laughs> he, was, he was that nigga yeah, in the club. He's kill moves. <laughs> Deontay Wilder is kill moves. You don't mess with him. No one in the hood got better hands than him. Man, everybody loved Hey, Chris was a, a, a great show, man. Great show. Underrated, unfortunately, but yes, it is. I will stop and watch it to this day. If it randomly comes on, come on television, like, yep. But yeah, man, uh, he got his ass whooped, man, in Black History Month, too. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, you came in, you came in heavier than you ever fought. Tyson Fury is already 40 pounds heavier than you. So that's like an additional 60 pounds of weight during the fight. You're 20, his 40. He's leaning on you. You're fatigued from walking to the ring. (laughs) It was just a bad combination. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, by the second round, folks are already like, you know, something, something wasn't right. Right, you know, so with Wilder. But the thing is, his ass whooped. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's pretty much it. That was what's wrong. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with him getting his ass whooped? Hey, bro, like. That's it. Like I said, we, we saw him from jump, but the thing is, Tyson pretty much said, you know, exactly what the strategy was going to be for the fight. He said that I'm going to gain his weight. I'm going to lean on this. I'm going to lean on this man, and I'm going to stay out. I'm going to yeah. stay out of his, stay out of his reach. And actually, you know, plays a defense because that's the thing about it. Tyson, Tyson is a technical boxer. Yes, he's a heavyweight. You don't see a lot of technical, you know, boxing from the heavyweight class. But Tyson actually knows how to, you know, game plan and actually, you know, he best. He, he's pretty much a heavyweight Floyd Mayweather. Look, man. Mayweather, mind you. Tyson so Fury, after he got knocked down the first one, he already knew what it was. He was like, oh, if I just don't get hit by that, I'm going to win. Because this nigga boxed terribly. He has kill moves. They don't work in the ring. And that's why before they walked out and before Deontay Wilder put on his, oh, I'm too heavy suit. Deontay was stretching while Tyson Fury was busting a jig. It was cutting a goddamn rug in there. Because he already knew. He had it in the bag. That's that's a confident man for you. Yeah. This See, man only, has, And only that, the confidence grew because even though, yes, Deontay had it handed to him, he still connected with some pretty good shots to him. But when those shots didn't register... You know, when those legs are robbery, you, are wobbly, you, you can't generate no torque to it. So, when he was punching them, he had absolutely no torque behind those punches. Fury was like, hey, I, I even punched the first the first fight. 
and I'm getting these same hits, but they're doing nothing to me. Oh, we're money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already knew. You already knew exactly what time it was. I mean, those legs started, you know, fading in the third round. It was like, um, it was like, yeah, we, you, you could tell. You could tell. You were like, yeah, this is, this is going to end inevitably, pretty mm-hmm. badly, and, and you hate to see it. But he was about to go outside, and those he couldn't keep those legs under him. Let me let me ask y'all this. Uh, Wilder kept saying he wanted to die on the shield. He was upset with his trainers, his corner. How y'all feel about that? Do y'all think they should have thrown in the towel or just let that man figure it out, get his ass knocked out? How y'all feel? This is not a movie. He is not Apollo Creed. I ain't trying to see a man die (laughs) on my television screen. Or, in this case, on my... On my cell phone because some nigga put it on Twitter. Shout out to some nigga. But no, I don't want to see death. You might want that shit. I don't want that, Deontay. I want you to come back, learn how to box, and get your title back. After Tyson Fury get this big ass check from Vince McMahon. Because you you know he going to have a mania spot now. That's a fact. Brian Strowman about to lose again. Right after the Intercontinental fight. Right after the Intercontinental match. And the Intercontinental Championship. Tyson Fury. New champion. But no, I mean, if he wanted to quote unquote down the shield, cool. Um, But if you were like getting beat the fuck up and it was like the ninth round and you're like, oh shit, now he getting beat the fuck up. Cool. You know, go three rounds and get beat the fuck up some more. But nigga, you were looking sad in the second. Yeah. They gave you from the second to the seventh. And you, you were, yeah, you were looking sad all of them rounds. Like, oh man, this nigga gonna leave out of here with brain contusion. So now, nah, like, now nah, it, as as it, it wasn't your night, you know, don't wear that suit again. Just come out there in your, in your uniform and fight. Simple mask, the simple mask will do. You don't even need the mask because if you lose again, you'll be like, oh, I didn't have enough oxygen in my mask and I couldn't breathe and then my wind was knocked out. So if he does that, then yeah, he, he, he. Then we can say he, then we can say he got exposed, man. If, if if he if he comes up with that lame ass excuse, man. I mean, you can say that yes, this fight wasn't your night though. But if you come out if you come out get your ass whooped, you know, Cliff. on July 18th, you make up an excuse, then nigga, you ain't there. Young Cliff, he blamed the he blamed dressing up for the culture on the culture's month <laughs> as the reason that he lost. He blamed the culture. Yeah. Oh, like I said, said, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm just saying that you know I'm, I'm gonna be completely just off off the you know water training blind. You said Nigga, you ain't there. He said if the culture wasn't so heavy, we would have won. <laughs> I had to carry the culture. I had to carry the culture. It was too he, heavy, guys. I thought he was about to blame D Smoke. <laughs> hey, D Smoke appearance, dude. Think he rapping all these bars in my ear. I got, I got confused. 
I got confused when I was trying to swing. All I could think about were these good ass bars that you were spitting. <laughs> Motherfucker! No, no, it's a, <laughs> here, here, I, here I am trying to concentrate, trade on not getting, on, on not getting no knock the fuck out. All I'm thinking in my mind is, damn, that nigga D Smoke was spitting just three minutes ago. Spitting a hot ass sixteen <laughs> in this heavy ass suit. <laughs> it was you a, can't lose, you can't lose a fight in that fucking suit, Deontay. <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> nigga, you look ridiculous now. It was, a, it was a lot of things. You let that nigga whoop your ass like that. It was a lot of things against that man that night, man. The, the suit, the lyrics, the punches to the face. The hold, up, hold up, though. But there, if there was one moment in which I actually thought that that, that dude would have actually had a second win, and some I would have had is, again, tied it back into wrestling, his Hulk out moment was when damn... Tyson Fury had the audacity to lick this nigga's neck through through one of the many doing one of the many you know hold ups that they had during the match. If there was one moment I actually thought he would have actually found some second win, found some you know pride about himself, I was like, okay, yeah. he can't he can't box. <laughs> hey man, stop licking me. What you gonna do about it, motherfucker? <laughs> What you gonna do about it, nigga? I've been whooping your ass for seven rounds. What you gonna do now? Let me taste this blood, pussy, nigga. You ain't about to do no shit. The only, the only way Deontay was gonna get a second win is if you were to turn off that match, go on YouTube, and look at the first match. That was his second win. You got to rewind goddamn history. Oh, oh, you mad now? Oh, get your dumb ass knocked out. <laughs> on oh, your big man now. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that, that was, was damn, damn, Deontay. That was uh, fun. That was fun. <laughs> All right, moving on to these good-ass Cliff notes where Whoa. Cliff, old-ass Demetrius, <laughs> <laughs> and myself will bring you a, a short recap of the week in wrestling. Young Cliff, give us wrong. All right. So, again, this is a recap of the wrestling week. Like you all like you all know, the part-timers are now trying to, not trying to, they're headlining another WrestleMania. But I think that's what it is. Um, AJ Styles put, AJ Styles put Alistair Black through the gauntlet in order to, you know, build up his his match with Undertaker. Even though I will actually give give, give a shout out to if if there's one thing about, you know, these part timers about actually, you know, one of the good things coming out of one of these part timer matches. Brock Lesnar is doing his best to actually make Drew McIntyre look legit though. I will actually, you know, give give them that storyline. Drew McIntyre has looked like a star from the from WrestleMania on, they had a good interview segment a couple of weeks back, talking about his journey, you know, through WWE when he first got in, when he shake, shook Vince McMahon's hand in the middle of the ring, then you know he then he got fired, traveled Japan and the world, came back, became NXT champion, and then he got called back shortly to the main roster, and here he is now. To think that at one time he was the chosen one. 
Again, this was actually Mr. Man's words. <laughs> this was guy literally the owner of the company said that he had next from going from that dynamic to three man band to fired from the WWE to traveling the world to coming back to NXT winning their biggest championship to now, you know, marching on to WrestleMania uh, and challenging, you know, the most protected guy in, in the ring, at least the guy who, who, who like I said, yeah, the biggest, the biggest guy in the ring, that's it's probably probably good feeling for him. So at least I will give them, hopefully they do the right thing by him and not only have him go over Brock, but actually have him actually main event, main event WWE. But again, shout out to that story. That story's pretty good. Speed Profits won the, won the, you know, we're all tag team championships. But y'all missed y'all's black history window, though. WWE. I, I, I peep what y'all did did with that, but Street Profits is down winning, and because we mentioned Street Profits, I just want to also just give a shout out to Bianca Belair because Always. she deserves it. She deserves it, y'all. <laughs> so, there we go. Our This, this probably will be do the thing that we do every show, people. We're going to give a shout out to Bianca Belair because, God damn it, she deserves it. Yep. And Tony Storm because my son loves Tony Storm. Oh, you, you, oh, your, your son is a smart, smart kid already, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. And I love, I love Tony Storm too, man. The DM is still open, man. But anyway, what else happened on Raw, guys? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what just? You just, you just shot your shot real smooth like that, young <laughs> Real smooth. Hey, He's been on the podcast. Yeah. What, what's happening, Tony? I right, moving on. I mean, for all, you know, shout out to the Street Profits. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. I think um, you have a future in, in Montez. Montez? Definitely. Definitely Montez yeah. definitely. Um, you know, I just hope they don't break him up that quick. You know, because it looks like Montez is on the up and up. And young Dawk is just there. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, guy, yeah. Hopefully, it's not a Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty thing, because if you watched NXT and it's like, oh wow, NXT and it's um bubbling up, you know, when Sami Zayn and Neville and Bo Dallas were like the top people in NXT. Dawkins was just floundering. And he was terrible. It was just awful to see him. And it was like, at that time, he was like the only black guy who would get a little bit of TV time. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see him on my television screen. Um, Yeah, but shout out to those guys. Yeah, so... Really, like I said, those, that's really your, you know, main event picture, at least the the big picture items that, that happened on the, oh yeah, Shay, Shayna Baszler had her first Monday Night Raw match, and apparently it didn't, at least according to the interwebs, Vince McMahon wasn't impressed with it, so he's like, Shayna is actually about to get, before I even go, go that far, some people are even speculating, but again, 
This is the interwebs, people. So take did, it for what it is. Who did Shayna wrestle? Speculation that Shayna may may not win Elimination Chamber this coming this coming you know Sunday, but I wouldn't go that far because obviously there's no other credible credible no. woman in the chamber to actually you know go against Becky. But but wait, Young Cliff. Who did who did Shayna wrestle? Kyrie say. Oh. Never mind. Ain't got nothing to say. If if it was bad, it was just bad then. I was about to say, because if she wrestling like Carmella, I'd be like, alright, maybe it ain't Shayna's fault. But you wrestling Kyrie. Yeah. I don't think let's say I don't think the match was that bad, but like I said, it, it wasn't anything spectacular. I I can see why you could come off and be like, damn, what happened there? Because neither of them really came out, you know, looking like, well, at least if the thought was to make Shayna actually, you know, look like a, a star in the match, I mean, this is really the perfect example of, you know, why you hate to see NXT folks, you know, move up to the roster. Because it was just something missing. There was just another element that was missing from her work. That you normally see her at, she see in her in NXT. I mean, we we all know that she's she's a beast. She, it, she's a beast in the ring in NXT, but this time she just didn't have that. Could it have been time, possibly, or was she given a lot of time? It was actually given given a good amount oh, of time. Because I was about to say, Shayna Shayna's one of those wrestlers, kind of like Triple H, where mm-hmm. they're they shine. In longer matches, because they do they do the whole slow burn type thing. Yeah. So, all right. See, it was just one of those things that it, it's really hard to, especially watch it the first time because again I haven't seen it since then. But the first time used to be like there's something about it that you just can't quite put your you know finger on it. Just one of those. One of those moments, and again, I hope her future, you know, career on Raw will get affected by it. So we'll just see what happens next weekend, and hopefully, you know, we'll hopefully, you know, we'll have some, you know, something that actually, you know, help her to actually, you know, look like a WrestleMania, you know, star coming, at least a star worthy enough for a big spot of WrestleMania coming up. So that's pretty much that's pretty much Raw, guys, and right, SmackDown. What's up? I was about to say, where are we at on the AEW NXT front? Did you catch oh, glimpses of those? Yeah, it was only glimpses. I said I really, unfortunately, didn't see didn't see either shows like that. Only I got you, bro. I got it you. It seems like Velveteen is actually Velveteen Dream, who just came back from injury, might be on a collision course with Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. And I'm really intrigued to see Finn Balor and Walter match that's now being that's that's being teased and set up. Oh, so, okay, yeah, that's that's a cool one. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, right, yeah. right. So Walter gonna slap the shit out of Finn. The dog shit. <laughs> what? The dog. He's slapping the dog shit. Out of thin ass. Bruh. <laughs> Slap another jacket on that nigga. Goddamn stretch move. You about to get 
the shit and beat out you. Back with one of his, with one of his slaps. Like, where that nigga the nah. demon go? Oh, there he is. Come so, on, yeah. those cool moves. All right. Slap, nigga. But no, um, yeah, I like I like the Velveteen Dream with Adam Cole. Um, you know, Velveteen missed a lot of time as far as like when NXT first went on USA. So it's good that he didn't get lost in the shuffle. You know, um, I don't know if Adam Cole would lose the belt if they ever if they go into this program. Cause you know you lose the belt normally you get the call up mm-hmm. and everybody loves Adam right but I don't think Vince loves Adam nope. like Adam is is like Adam uh Johnny wrestling like you you want to just have them in NXT in my opinion because I, I, I completely agree with you and I it would be a dis it would be a disservice to both of them if you do call them for the main roster, it's, honestly. It's like, it's, it's weird because you have these, I, I think this is where the disconnect lies. Um, You see these NXT stars, right? In these big matches on NXT. Mm-hmm. They, give, they give them about 20, 15 to 25 minutes to actually tell a story, right? Yeah. So... Just about every Johnny Wrestling match you've got invested in. It wasn't just ring entrance, three minutes, we out, commercial break. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's where the disconnect is for me. It's like, ah, uh, we've been invested with these people for so long. And now we just see them for three or four minutes on the main. And then they just fall by the wayside. Like Ricochet, who got beat by uh, Riddick Bo. I don't fucking know his name. <laughs> we got beat by him, and you could actually tell that the Riddick guy was green as hell. The crowd was chanting green. Chanting. They were chanting green wrestling at him. He was he was given. Ricochet, all of the, oh shit! I just started wrestling, but they like my look moves, like the the shoulder tackle in the in the corner, the punching for no reason, and I got to figure out what I'm gonna do next. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at in the crowd and start screaming in a circle because I have no fucking clue what I'm about to do. But you beat Ricochet. Okay. Guys, I I have a question. It just, it just came to my mind. Well, I, I, I guess... Okay, yo. Um, if you were Mojo Riley, how, how, how would you look at... What would be your perspective on life right now if you were him? I can take this one. <laughs> uh, I'm Mojo Riley. I don't... I don't I, I'm just... Hoping Vince doesn't realize he's paying me. What? I'm just doing my thing because I don't give a fuck. What? I'm out here. I'm out here getting this money, nigga. What the fuck you talking call, about? Call me, call me the house show king. <laughs> call me the house show messiah. 
I don't have to be on TV. I'm so make sure, make sure my motherfucking checks clear every two weeks. I'm out here. Where the hoes at? Oh, oh, y'all said Vince on the third floor. I'm not going to the third floor because that nigga don't need to see me. Because soon as you see me, I'm getting fired. So that's why I'm at with it. That's Fair. real. Fair. I'm avoiding Vince at all costs. For Mojo, for Mojo to be be here that long, start and stop. <laughs> He is just chilling. Like, oh shit, y'all got something for me? I right, bet. Oh, y'all ain't got nothing for me no more? I right, bet. That check still coming? I right, bet. Y'all said I'm still getting paid? Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. That, that man Mitra said, <laughs> he said, Mojo was like, do I really have to go go through Gorilla? So, you know, this yeah. man? Like, do I have to really go through the Gorilla position to get backstage? Nah, I'm just, I'm just, I can sit on the third row and just hop on the stage. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, since uh, since the shield broke up, don't nobody really come up there except Roman. You know, so if I come up there with Roman, I'm right. good. It's new, <laughs> it's different, it's exciting, it's new Coca Cola. <laughs> that nigga right. Mojo smart, man. All right, um, but I, I did catch a. I did catch a glimpse of AEW, you know. They they're running with the the nice storyline of John Moxley versus the Inner Circle. Um we all know Chris Jericho is going away for a second to go on his the tour. Fozzie, yep, Fozzie tour. Yeah. Yep. Hence the belt change earlier. It it was probably going to change at the next pay-per-view. But um, yeah, that's cool. We got a new stable. Yep. Once again, because there's like forty of those in AEW. Oh, uh, this is Pac. Pack. And the Lucha Bros. The Death Triangle. Yeah, it's Ooh. two flippy Mexicans and a flippy Irishman doing flips for death <laughs> in triangle formation. <laughs> You said they're running the death variant of the triangle offense, my brother? Yeah, the whole flips and triangle offense. Phil Jackson going to come out with them. And Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes chasing them, beating them up. Ah, right, y'all forgot about that shit. I didn't. Oh, I didn't either. Like I said, that's if you travel 70 miles to meet your, to meet your wife's boyfriend... Yeah, you, we, niggas ain't gonna forget that. <laughs> I, I would like to argue you ain't really been in love if you're not willing to drive 30 miles to beat a nigga ass over your girl. <laughs> hey man, that's. So, a... I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely here for me. I'm here for it, but he talking about some forgetting it. Oh, we ain't forgetting that, man. That, that would definitely go go down in in Negro history. Yeah, salute, salute to Matt Barnes. That's a long. Sometimes you gotta pull up on niggas wherever, wherever he is. No, that's a strong pull up, bro. Like. You know how much shit you could have did? You probably stopped to get gas. Yes, man. A a sandwich or two. Nigga, fill up the pump. (laughs) Motherfucker. I got a fading to do. I'm out here with no shirt. Got my fist balled up. Don't fill this goddamn pump up. Go go beat Derek ass. <laughs> I got a flip flops on with the socks. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, the fuck? How we get there? 
Yeah, we're back in my we're back in my world now. (laughs) 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 All right, um, yeah, but from that, you know, the stables, Jake the Snake Snake came back on a a weird ass promo. Um, he said that his client was gonna beat up Cody. I don't know who his client is. Um. I'm pretty sure it's not Matt Hardy, because Matt Hardy can't bend his knees. So I don't yeah. think he's going to be able to do a 20, 30-minute match with Cody, because Cody loves to do hour matches. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, you know, Matt Hardy is still speculating, you know, to be the the Dark Order's exalted one. We'll just have to see exactly, you know, exactly where that goes over. I heard two names may be Jake the Snake's new client. Either Lance Archer or Brody Lee. Or again, the, the, for, y'all, for y'all who don't know, that's the former Luke Harper from from w, the WWE. But again, he's not going to... I don't think he's released from his contract until I think the end of the month. So if it's him, we probably wouldn't expect him to be on you know Dynamite anytime soon. So... I know that they just recently signed Lance Archer, so if they just you know really believe in him and want him to cook, he might be the most likely one though. But from what I've been reading on the interwebs, that's it's either you know him or it's him or Brody Lee. So we'll just have to see. And you know who who it should be. What's up? Either motherfucking Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> Or, oh, yeah. Always goes back to our man Johnson. Goodness, or Maven. <laughs> no, I've seen Maven so much in those uh, ruthless aggression documentaries. They just have random clips of Maven everywhere. <laughs> it's, just, it's like a Maven sighting every single episode. I was like, oh shit, Maven. Maybe like, where's Waldo in these documentaries, bro? <laughs> yeah, um, and also one more thing in uh, AEW, they're really, really, really pushing hard for Darby Allen, which is cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's cool, cool little cat. Um, we'll see how that goes, you know. Either way, Dave Meltzer is going to give all the matches 40 stars. <laughs> Because we all know Dave Meltzer loves him some AEW and some uh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> the Revolution card, all the all the matches were two point five to three point seven five, except the Kenny Omega one, <laughs> and that wasn't even a five star; it was a six. Because it was, yeah, he gave it a six. Six. It's it's the greatest tag team match that ever did that you ever did see. Wow, ever, because it had Kenny Omega in it. (laughs) The greatest tag team match that you ever did see. If y'all don't know, good listeners, so Meltzer, for really all of his career, has always been accused of having his favorites within. 
within, within you know his his personal rankings in the match rating. But this is the most favoritest one that we ever did see. Oh yeah, this is ain't yeah, nobody he, been he, as he, he he cannot defend himself. He can't defend himself with with this one. Ain't nobody been as favoritist than Kenny Omega. It's, it's sickening. But good for him. Smackdown. Fuck having on Smackdown. Well, for... Well, we're going to have... Well, I'm actually going back to the last week's episode of Smackdown first. Just to give y'all... Just to give y'all, you know, some... Some, you know, perspective... Goldberg did appear on SmackDown right after Goldberg. Super Samurai shutdown, and he got booed out the building. So Goldberg. Not, not surprised that nobody is trying to check for a, a three-minute, a three-minute match with with the fifty-three-year-old. But it's spear versus spear, though. It's going to be so many spears and Superman punches. <laughs> and like I said, I think they're. I think there is even a market for it on on Raw. I mean, not on Raw, but on WrestleMania. There's a place for it. It's just it just should not be for the WWE Championship. That's just always been my thing about it. We gotta we gotta play a drinking game when it come um, when WrestleMania come. How many Superman punches would Superman punch if Superman could punch punch or something? We gotta do something. We gotta yeah, count. Yeah, we gotta count all the Superman punches, man. Yeah, it would be wasted. I would already see it. We got to count all the spears. It's going to be about five spears. I hope um, Goldberg does not try to jackhammer Roman Reigns just because Roman Reigns has defeated cancer. Yeah. Twice. He will not... Survive the Jack Hammer. Not from Goldberg. And not I'm not, not I'm not speaking in kayfabe. I'm speaking in real life. He will get hurt. That is the most dangerous move in all of entertainment right now. Goldberg is injuring people. Why? Because he's 74. Damn near Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Cicely Tyson babysat. Cicely Tyson babysat Goldberg when Goldberg was an infant. And she was a teenager. And Cicely Tyson is 95. So if she babysat Goldberg when she was 13. Goldberg is like 82. I don't know how math works, but somewhere around there. It sounds about right, though. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, so, yeah, that, that was a perspective I just wanted to come out. And, and speaking of speaking of 75-year-olds, we had an NWO reunion for some reason on Alexa Bliss's Moment of, Moment of Bliss segment. And it actually opened up. It opened up SmackDown. Ooh, was Kevin Nash there? Yes, he was. Did he Did he blow out his knee? <laughs> Fortunately, he did not. Oh, shoot. What, getting in the ring? No, I was yes. just talking on the mic. Ring. And not only that, Scott Hall actually looked sober, too, so 
I think they might actually be in good places in their lives. So yeah. shout out to them. I had somehow, a bit with somebody. Somehow, Sean Walkman was important enough to be in this segment too, man. But but whatever they had, they had you know the the great liberator Sami Zayn come out for some reason, along with Shisuke Nakamura and and Cesaro, and so that led to Braun Strowman coming out and chasing away the great liberator and his faction, and it ended with Strowman. Strowman actually really gave the he, he he started off the too sweet, the too sweet side, right? It was like, <sighs> yeah. So the, all that happened within the first ten minutes of the show. Sounds awful. It was. All right. It really was. I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. Are you but sure Kevin Nash didn't blow out of his knee? Are we like very positive? Because I really thought like him just talking on the mic. He'll just be talking. And then, oh, shit. (laughs) My knee. Is that your kneecap? (laughs) Damn. Well, good for him. That's a good point. I didn't even actually pay attention to it afterwards. There might actually been a very good chance that he he really somehow, you know, between, between, you know, those segments that actually... Happen. Back. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually, you know, in my actually, come on back. He just wasn't right, man. The legs look a little bit wobbly doing his interview, so yeah. Good for him. Is Sasha Banks back on SmackDown yet? Yes, she is. Oh, snap. Shout out to and they Sasha. Did, and, 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 they, and they had a tag team match with with, with, with Naomi and, and still. And believe it or not, she's still a face. As in, I'm talking about, so I'm talking about, you know, the the, the sassy Southern Belle herself. So they were Lacey Evans. So she's still a face somehow, but they lost. So it looks like the the Boston Hug connection is is still going strong. Yeah, but. The main thing we can take away from it is that Sasha Banks is definitely back on SmackDown, and it's always a beautiful thing to see her, so shout out to Sasha Banks. Alright, so, one more thing about SmackDown as a whole. How bullshit is it that last week you bring out John Cena? John Cena says, hey, you know what, guys? I ain't gonna wrestle on WrestleMania. I'm going to let my young boys entertain y'all. And everybody was like, all right, you know, John, we, you know, we glad you're here, but we ain't going to see you at WrestleMania. We okay with that. Right. Then after that, he gives this, you know, he's walking to the back. Then he turns around, looks at the crowd, says his goodbyes. Uh And then you have the fiend who just yesterday lost the entire title. Yeah. The entire title. Yeah. Had to get a refill for this one, guys. Looks at John Cena and just points to the WrestleMania sign. Old school. And Cena, he doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But he says, uh, uh, using, you know, emotions or whatever. 
Yeah, I'll wrestle you. So you just gave this whole 20 minute speech about how you ain't want to wrestle nobody because you wanted all the young people to go ahead and do their thing. But then you just shit on everything you said and say, yeah, I'll wrestle this nigga. And why isn't the fiend uh, mad at Goldberg anymore? And why is the fiend making random gestures to the WrestleMania sign? The fiend just signed his name in blood when he fought Daniel Bryan. Now you just gonna point to the WrestleMania sign? Did the lights even flicker on and off? Or did he just walk out that bitch? That was a terribly terribly booked segment for everything you just said, Smokey. I, I was just about to say that the the one of the most overused one of the most overused cliches in all of wrestling is, is niggas pointing to that damn WrestleMania sign. I will be completely happy if we don't see that again ever. It's, it's, it's overused, it's corny as hell, and it looks even worse when a character like The Fiend Fiend does it. The Fiend just attacks niggas. That's his modus operandi, modus operandi when it comes to actually getting the match with folks. He wants to get your Cena? Fine. Have him get the Mandible Claw over. Have him, have him get the Mandible Claw and have him get it over again because you pretty much shit on the Mandible Claw just, you know, not even 24 hours beforehand when that nigga Goldberg fought, fought out of it for four fucking times. Get that move over. Get that move over again, and have it put out John Cena. Like I said, don't have him challenge him right then and there. Have him actually, you know, think about, you know, do I want to do this again? Give us some type of, of you know, suspense if it comes to Willie or won't he? But nah, he just gives one little, you know, cap nod, and all of a sudden we have a match. Just so terrible on so many lover guys. So terrible. Yeah, they 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 don't give a fuck, man. I mean, we gonna we gonna we gonna watch WrestleMania. They don't care about how they get us there. We got like, your you know, money. Yeah, they like nigga, y'all gonna watch? Who cares? So that's that's the viewpoint they're coming from. So it is what it is. Like, was it written terribly with no creativity, no no story? Yeah, but at the end of the day, their goal was to get Cena, Fiend. Mania. That's it. Uh, it was written horribly. And we all know that, but they don't give a fuck. So, I mean... It's we, like, we, we got there. Yeah. We got y'all niggas there. Shut up. <laughs> That's what Vince be saying. So, I mean... We got you there, no didn't fuck. you? You're here, ain't you? Yeah. It's WrestleMania, right? Yeah. I said, y'all niggas gonna watch. Shut up. Alright, so that's SmackDown. That's the whole wrap-up of the week of wrestling. Shit. You know? That's a that's a lot of wrestling in one week. Yes, it is. Alright, that week of wrestling cliff notes brought to you by the last commercial break that we'll have. The coronavirus. Shit. Wash your hands. Taking Jesus. niggas out. <laughs> Not Where? niggas. No, niggas. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not niggas, but niggas. Yeah. But the weird thing about the coronavirus, um, it is silly to see what all this media is saying how to prevent the coronavirus and stuff. It's hilarious. It's like, I'm giving... 
y'all, we got five tips of how you can prevent the coronavirus. One, wash your hands. What? <laughs> Nigga, huh? It's like, uh, it's some niggas ain't doing that. Apparently at, not. At least, <laughs> at least in public, you know? Two, use hand sanitizer. Okay. 60% alcohol, at least. Okay, sure. Three, if you're sick, stay home. This isn't really helping me, you guys. (laughs) I know that shit. Yeah. So you mean to tell me all the niggas who dead didn't know that shit? What? I'm I'm thinking it'll be some cool shit like, yeah, you're gonna get some sprite, some ginger ale, half an egg, you're gonna roll it up, you're gonna sing some gospel music for three minutes, and then sprinkle some pepper in it, drink it, yeah. you good. You gotta you gotta do the renegade challenge. Yeah. Turn around, <laughs> Turn around do the renegade challenge. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking it's gonna be some cool shit. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna get the family together. We gonna stop coughing all at one time. No, wash your Basically. hands. Oh hey, just wash your hands. That's it. Wash, wash your hands, and not just wash, wash your hands, Smuff. Wash your hands for twenty whole seconds. And not only, <laughs> not, not, not only that, I actually saw an article on Facebook from for one of the Atlanta magazines talking about so the songs that you can actually, you know, the choruses that you can sing while washing the hands to make sure that you wash them. Thoroughly, and it's like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Or, you know, just wash your fucking hands. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw when I saw an infographic on how to wash your hands, I was like, yeah. What is why, what why is why happening? <laughs> what did I just say? That I, shit said step three: scrub the back of your hand. <laughs> I gotta turn them shits over. <laughs> How have we been living as a society that these are oh. news articles? We got animals. Who the fuck is news me? So, so again, I must be doing this too. So, walking around with dirty ass hands must be the new hotness all this time. We ain't know this. <laughs> Nigga out here with clean palms with the back of their hand all fucked up. Back of their hand dirty as shit. Nigga, wash the back of your hand, nigga. <laughs> oh man! COVID nineteen. Yeah, dog. Niggas, wash your hands. Wash your dirty ass hands. Yeah. Coronavirus taking niggas out. They just said South by Southwest is uh, canceled. Yeah. Still, I think Olympics may still be on the chopping block. But I know one person who ain't gonna cancel it. Y'all niggas just gonna get sick. Vince McMotherfucking Man. Oh yeah, Vince Kennedy McMahon ain't stopping the money for nothing. This ain't stopping shit. <laughs> I saw an article. They were like, "Yeah, WrestleMania. Uh, they're thinking about canceling Vince somewhere." No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who told you that bullshit? Shane. <laughs> what news y'all getting? <laughs> they said they started the what chanting in the offices. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
That ain't come from me. Source. And it's like, <laughs> oh man, that nigga Vince is a madman. Yeah. All right, we got um anything else before we wrap this thing up like a baby? It's been an hour and twenty five minute or so show. Oh shit. Yeah. If it's your thing, Elimination Chamber is this coming Saturday. Really? Yeah. This is what this is what happens when when, when you when you have when you have you know your your Saudi blood money show. I'm sorry. I'm. I always have to do it. We have we have that show. We have that show running running. You know, almost literally like ten days before one of your so-called major pay-per-views. You 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 forget shit like this. So yeah. Yeah, we have another pay per view, guys, and I think it's. In fact, I want to say that there's supposed to be like three elimination chamber matches, and they're not even bothering. I think having a SmackDown one because I still don't think that that you know there's nothing there's nothing you know for the SmackDown elimination chamber. So yeah, I mean the SmackDown women's I mean, SmackDown women's elimination chamber. So. Yeah. So that part. Alright. Good for them. Y'all ain't getting no picks. Old ass Demetrius, you good? I'm good, man. Uh shout out to the stoop, man. Shout out to the stoop. Shout out to the stoop. Long live tone. Yeah. With that being said, as always, eat your vitamins, drink your milk. Don't do school. Take your drugs with gloves on. Yeah. It's dangerous out here. Wash your hands. Wash the back of your hands, motherfuckers. And stop sharing blunts. You're going to get sick. (laughs) We out. (laughs)